People have to have good communication. You have to win friends and influence people instantly. The most successful CPOs that I know, they have fantastic soft skills. Welcome to The Circuit Magazine, the number one source of information on protection matters, the industry-leading magazine for all security professionals who want to stay ahead of the game. Networking as an operator, but also as a grey professional. Today, we're going to be speaking with the one and only John Morrison, founder of CP World and many other talents. And we're going to look at how meeting face-to-face, networking and getting your career going can be a challenge for some operators and how to improve it through the art of networking. I'm here with Elijah Shaw. And I guess, first of all, let's test the premise. Elijah, is there a problem with EP networking? And, and actually, do people find remaining the grey professional whilst networking a challenge? Well, this one's easy. In our profession, we're good at protection work. We're good at security consulting. We're not necessarily good at networking, all the things that are involved in that. So... You know, it's sometimes a little bit counterintuitive. We're used to being in the shadows. We're used to being behind the scenes. And by its very definition, networking has to have it so that we forge connections. Uh, And and sometimes it kind of goes against, uh, you know, maybe our uh, ingrained principles. Now, as as far as the great professional, I I really think it's a a matter of preference. Uh, And also, of course, it, it... it's, uh, you know, what posture is going to best serve your market, what posture is going to best serve the client type. Uh, however, I think that there are uh, these days many different opportunities, many different types of clients, many different sectors to work in. And so everything is not cloak and dagger. But at the same time, we need to make sure that when we're approaching things, particularly uh, the areas of the marketplace that are more ostentatious and more over the top and more overt, that we still do that understanding the totalities of the principle of protection. And so once we, you know, again, understand the landscape, we can walk in and out of these different circles. We can walk in, out, in and out of these different rooms. We can interact with these different types of protectors and just pick the best posture that suits the uh, protectee and the assignment. Okay, yeah, I get that. But but I wonder, have things developed? In, in so far as networking online is also really, really key for uh, protectors. And I mean, how, how can they network online, uh, especially remaining the great professional? Uh, how, how does that differ to uh, networking events? Well, you know, I really think it depends on the individual protectors, you know, skill sets. Uh, some are, are more technically proficient. Uh, you know, you can imagine that um, uh, those that are younger in age, you know, grew up with the computers. They grew up with social media. They grew up, uh, you know, texting as, as easily as they would dial a phone. So, you know, they find it easier to gravitate and form bonds and interactions on social media. And, and some that might be more old school, you know, require that uh, if it's not on the telephone, that face-to-face, particularly uh, when it comes to the networking part, because you wanna, you know, you wanna look at an individual in their eye, you wanna feel 
the, the firm handshake, and you want to get a sense of a person's character, which you can't necessarily do uh, via online networking. However, there's an ease to online networking and, uh, you know, just the ability to be able to, to have conferences that attendees from all over the world can attend, to interact with individuals that you might not normally uh, be able to because you're not in the same physical presence. So there are pros and cons, I suppose, to, to both of them. But I think the well-rounded protector doesn't discount anything. You know, they might use things that kind of play to, to their strengths, but but they're definitely um, uh, there's a a path to success with all of those. And you know, it is a great pleasure to cross pollinate, cross collaborate with uh, John today. And 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 I know you know, great friend of the industry. Uh, it's going to be very very interesting to get his hands on experience because balancing being an operator, a great professional, you know, if you will. And uh, an excellent networker. It's it's certainly something that a lot of our listeners will want to uh, to emulate. So let's get into it. John Morrison and the subject of networking as a grey professional. And now let's meet one of the contributors to the Circuit Magazine. Networking success as an operator. Today, we're delighted to welcome John Morrison, director and founder of Close Protection World and many other hats. It's a pleasure to have you on. How are you doing? Phil, good morning. <laughs> thanks very much. Um, thanks very much for asking me to come in and, and, and chat about this. I'll be honest, a little bit nervous. First time I've ever done a podcast, uh, so please uh, be gentle with me. It's probably first time I've been interviewed without actually being cautioned. So, uh, yeah, a little bit nervous. Uh -huh. Okay, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, we're very much thematic-based here. So so, so uh, we'll stick to the theme and, uh, and, and we'll, 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 we'll ride through uh, very, very nicely. So, yeah. so on that note, we're talking networking as an operator. What's the problem? that you see that needs to really be solved in that in that regard okay um i believe that uh the majority of our industry they come from the the, the armed forces or the blue light services and they never really kind of trained or have been given an opportunity to understand how to network and as a result they go to they go to conferences trade shows etc without any real preparation um, and they think they can you know hide in the corner behind a pint um, and just share war stories with people that they know. I mean, you, you've seen this yourself, Elam, you know, you're, you're an expert in, in networking and, and creating these fantastic events. It's very common for people just to, 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 to not to mix and to stay in their comfort zone of working, uh, of, of speaking to people that they, they know. And the objective of going to these conferences is the exact opposite. You can always come back to these folks, but go out, mix, network, and, and, and meet new people. So it's about coming out of your comfort zone, but also understanding how to network, because there is there is a little bit more to it than to just simply mm. just going up to someone and throwing a card in their, in, in, in their face, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I have visions of uh, people just immediately handing a card at the beginning anyway we'll get yeah. we'll, we'll get into that and um, but but what about you obviously i know why why you're here but, but where does where your passion for this uh, come from well um 
Yeah, I've, I've always been, I've always enjoyed networking um, in, in a former career. I was, I was trained in social engineering, you know, how to meet people and, and, and you know, infiltrate organizations. So I've, I've always been interested, I'm a little bit of an extrovert. I like to meet people. And we, we, we're just really, in, I just want to give everyone a good opportunity to do well in our industry, to be honest. And hence the reason why we do close protection conferences. Um, it's a great opportunity for people to meet up and 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 secure future work because it's all about keeping your diary busy throughout the year and by by meeting people and 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 and, and generating new contracts. So yeah, I just want I just want to kind of help people, you know, to to do well in our industry. Um, and the best way to do that is, of course, to go to conferences and 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 to meet new people. You know. Yeah, absolutely, and 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 those those new people, the fresh people, as well as of course your your friends and uh, and favorites, is it is very key. But but then, obviously, that seems very evident to you and to me and to some listeners. But yeah. what about the the uninitiated? What about the, the the gray professional who's who's not really put themselves out there, you know, in any in any way? What what, what should they better understand? Yeah. I, I think what's uh, and I, I was thinking about this because obviously I, I knew we were gonna we we're gonna have a do the podcast. I always like people to understand the reason why they do something. Now, it's not ideal, but in certain close protection situations, a, a company will have to deploy a subcontractor, a close protection operator that they may have never met. Um, so. It's not it's not ideal, but it does it, it does happen in certain situations where there is a sudden surge of manpower. So it's it's absolutely essential that people understand that a CV is one dimensional. Okay. Um you have to go to a conference and you have to meet people because the buyers, i.e. the company owners, they need to trust you. And the best way of doing that is meeting them informally in a networking environment because ultimately. You know, let's be honest here. You are a business asset. You are going to represent their company. They want to see you face to face. They want to see the way you talk. You know, the, your your image, the way you carry yourself. Because a few weeks down the line, you're actually going to be representing their company, and it's um, uh, it's a, it's a really important that they understand that everything they do during that networking encounter, um, that building that relationship. The company owner is thinking, can I can I use this operator? Can I deploy this operator on the ground um, to to represent my company? So image is really important and a CV just doesn't do that. You know, it's very one dimensional. Yeah, like that one dimensional CV and, and networking as a as an in-person CV. I think I think that's that's, that's a really nice way to look at it. Yeah. So. So, so let's let's unpack uh, this topic. And I mentioned before the grey professional, the grey man, the grey woman. Um, why does that image persist? Is it because it needs to still persist? And 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 if so, how can such a person start to network? Because surely there's there's someone that's so grey that they they can't just hand you a business card. Um, but but I don't think in the private sector that's really the case. Everyone has a story to tell or or some some image to put out there. Um, what what are your impressions of the modern grey person? Uh, yeah, okay. Um, our our industry in general, um, 
attracts people who are extroverts and they have large egos i mean let's not let's let's not you know let's not sugarcoat coat it you know um our industry and, and which can be seen in some marketing for certain training companies you know bright lights shiny cars you know in the real world the, a true professional like you said felon is is the green man is the quietest person in the corner okay um and you can still be quite a quiet great person but you can still be you can you know you, you can have your ego in control but you are you are uh, quiet uh, and and, uh, and and the gray man now so so you you're asking how how can he's how can this individual sort of network within an environment was was that is that the question was it film yeah and 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 maybe by extension somehow put themselves out there we'll get on to somehow marketing themselves you know but yeah. but in, in in a networking sense um you know how did they how did they even introduce themselves hi i'm this person working for i can't tell you um and and my skill set is i can't tell you either <laughs> you know it's, it's yeah you, you, you're absolutely right and and as you know you've got introverts and extroverts um i i think the the ideal combination would be to to have someone who's quietly confident, uh, introvert. You know, that's uh, that's that's generally um, the, sometimes the, the the best CPOs. You don't need to be loud and brash at all. Um, yeah, you know, it's really awkward, isn't it? It's really awkward trying to go up to someone. It's it harps back to when we were younger, where you know. You know, God, you know, you're in a nightclub, you're in a social environment and you have to go and speak to someone. You know, you, you try doing that in a in a corporate environment, suit and tie where everyone has business cards. Yeah, it's absolutely it is absolutely awkward. And it, it does come naturally to some people and, and other people, they find it really difficult. I think it's about just it's just that initial approach is to have like a theme type approach is to try and break the ice by talking about something that's happening at the event. Mm. You know, um, what did you think of the, uh, you know, the, the, did you get a chance to listen to the drone defense uh, keynote speaker? Um, just, just a kind of, uh, a, 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 a kind of topic relevant introduction, you know, be it in the coffee queue, be it at lunchtime or something like that. Now, um also a good opportunity is 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 to sit at a shared table don't go to uh don't go to an empty row you know go to uh where there are people there you know is, is anyone sitting here do you mind if i sit here you know but it's, it's just once once people get over that initial that just that initial introduction you know that small couple of questions at the start is anyone sat here you know or what time does it start then you can then you've broken the ice and then people will then come out the shell and start talking so at lunchtime um sitting at a table with other people you know if it's one of these shared tables where you stand up say oh no, do you mind if i join you and you just that's what you have to do and people are not naturally some people don't like doing that and i totally understand why and and, and i guess if you do that and you do a bit of listening as well, you can start to gauge, hang on, can I tell these people a bit more about myself or have I just landed somewhere where I really shouldn't be telling anyone anything about what I'm doing? You know, cause, cause yeah. that must be a bit hard. Like um, you can't just open with, um, Hey, my clearance is this. And my, my uh, last hot zone that I was in last, you know, it's it, it, so, 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 so maybe a productive way for me to phrase that as a question would be, you know, what are the sorts of lines of inquiry that the gray person can take to find out whether or not 
this group is sort of worthy, um, appropriate, you know, for them to 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 introduce themselves. Well, I, w- I would say that if, if this if this great person has you know security clearance and they're, and they're that concerned, I mean, I would say not you know not to overthink it, not you know not not to not to overcomplicate uh, just to chatting with someone and discussing with someone. Um, it is it is very subtle, right? You know, um, yeah, it's very it's, it, you know it, it is tricky, you know. And the chances are that the table we have joined or the group we have joined, they're all talking. They're all because they've already broke it, you know. Mm. Well, hey, they probably know each other anyway, you know. So they're spinning dips over a pint, you know, whilst having their sandwich or something like that. It's it, 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 it's very awkward, you know. And so, like I said, first approach, you know, do you mind if I join you? Yeah. And, and then just and then just use your opening, you know, hey, you know, simple ones, hey, if you travel far. You know, are, are you guys uh, trained now? Because because I know what you're asking here is, you know, you've got you've got people who are experienced. Now, those people who are experienced can read the room. They can read who's who, you know, and generally the people, the lightest people are probably the people you want to try to avoid. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, and, and, and that that probably holds as much value for the new professional as the uh you know seasoned but gray professional because yeah. because i can imagine a new professional trying to break into the industry uh not really having any massive anecdotes of the time they were in x country and and so on right so um mm-hmm. I, I i guess what what do we have for the new entrance because because it must be difficult especially if other people already know each other um and 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 oh oh, you know hey you know what if what if you're from the police and everyone else is from the military i mean that's that's you know that that might be a bit difficult when when you when you come in to share stories yeah well i'll just people like to share stories you know um ask them ask them you know you know hey you know i'm I'm, i've just i've just arrived you know i'm still serving um and the police and the military or you know I'm working in the private sector. Um, you know, are, are you, you know, are you, are you trained? Are you guys trained? You know, how long have you been in the industry? These people, these, you know, one thing CPOs like to do, and I'm laughing here because I know many, many CPOs, they love to tell a dip, okay? They love to spin a story and they give a few more stories. So, you know, um, you know, social engineer yourself, you know, uh, social engineer yourself into that conversation, ask them to talk about themselves. People mm. love to talk about themselves, right? Especially CPOs at networking events. So, you know, to get in and to start building that rapport is to say, you know, is to ask them how long they've been in the industry. You know, uh, that's a good one. Another one is, oh, you know, who did you train with? Do you have any recommendations? Um, you, know, I, you know, I see there's a there's a lot of trade stalls there. Is there any trade stands you'd recommend? But get get that... If the if the grey grey person um, doesn't want to speak, then guess what? Ask the other person to speak. They will fill the void. They will fill that silence. You know. Um, and I used to say this on uh, when I was training close protection is uh, the old stickle bricks. I don't know. I don't know if people remember the old stickle bricks. Oh yeah, I do. Age is as you as you meet people in the industry. Everyone's, you know, everyone's adults. They, 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 they can see good attributes and poor attributes when they meet someone very, very quickly. Be it, 
you know, uh, be it the way they speak, their confidence, their ego, whatever it is. And what I always say to people is take the best parts of people. When you meet someone <clears throat> and there's parts of them you really like, kind of almost steal that, borrow that. And then, uh, and then conversely, if there's parts that you don't like about that person, think, mm, why didn't I like that? You know, so you're, you're almost building up this persona. And that's the kind of thing you can do whilst networking as well is quite quickly, regardless if you're an introvert or an extrovert, you'll soon find out what type of person that is, you know, um, and, you know, um, what can I learn from this person? You know, that's nice. What what can I learn from this person? Because of course that and and, and that ties back to what what you said at the beginning. You know, some people just thrust a bunch of uh, cards in someone's face, yeah. um, which which isn't adding value, is it? And but but actually, what can I learn about this person? Gives them an opportunity to speak. It makes them feel valued. Yeah. Um, although it could also make them feel interrogated, <laughs> it's like, and what is your favorite color? <laughs> you know, okay, fine. <laughs> um, are you, are you trying to build build a profile on me? So, so, yeah. so, so, I guess there's a balance with all of this. And uh, I, 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 I honestly don't watch these, um, you know, uh, dating coach advisors, but I, I feel <laughs> that that maybe there's something to it there as well. Yeah. Um, all right. So changing changing tack though, let's say. Uh, networking in, a, in an in-person context is, is is one thing. It's it's also quite um, definable, isn't it? I was in X room. I met X, Y, and Z people. Other people were around. Yeah. Um, why is it then not possible to do that? Or is it possible to do that virtually? Because, because I know that some people have an issue with putting all of themselves out there. But but yet some of the best opportunities have been found on LinkedIn, uh, you know, and uh, and and online. Um, I'll be I'll be interested in, in in your thoughts about you know still networking, but maybe not giving all of yourself. I believe the I believe the online networking is part of the process. It's a part of the process um, to get the contract at the end, uh, full time job, whatever it may be. I I I am a I am a firm, but. I, I love social media. I, you know, I, I live and breathe social media on a daily basis, you know, um, but going back to the point about the company, you are going to represent that company, you know, um, like I said, be it the way you look, the way you talk, your confidence. Now just, I, I did, I took a note there about soft skills. Um, ultimately when you are speaking to a person, uh, either be it, you know, via a Zoom call or online video or face-to-face. -face. It's all about soft skills, especially in the, you know, in the European executive protection sector. 99.999% of the work we do on a daily basis is communication. Now, without sounding, you know, people have to have good communication. You have to win friends and influence people instantly. That the most successful CPOs um, that I know, okay, um, they have fantastic soft skills. They're good chat, they've got charisma, they listen. Now, so when you are at a networking event, you, un, unbeknown to you, subconsciously within that conversation, they're assessing, can, can, can this individual, can I send them to Paris? Uh, can I send them to, to Edinburgh? Can he generate and create a security plan and that is all about liaison and communication so there's no way there's no way of getting away from this that 
you have to you have to have those soft skills now almost uh, you, you know when you come off the plane you know you've got to make you've got to create that instant communication and relationship with the driver you know the, the concierge it's everything we do is about relationship building relationship building relationship building you have to have the skills to do that a networking environment demonstrates your ability to do that there's no way of getting away from that the the, the the online question like i said i think is part of the process um is to is but i do ultimately believe that at one point the the buyer and the seller i.e the, the the new cpo and the established company they should they have to meet at some point they have to sit down mm. and have a face-to-face there's there's no way of getting away from that but the linkedin the following people the commenting builds a persona it builds a persona and then the final part of of getting your contract of of completing the deal i.e from a buyer and a seller is to go and meet that person over a coffee that is it that you know once you once you get that face to face with for the five ten minutes you, you that's it the company will say okay i like this person let's get him on the books let's deploy him next week really really important and i don't think there's ever way, ever way of getting away from that film no no because because then it can be complimentary can't it because yes. I, I know i know you've you've been big on online uh networking for some time as uh dare i say you know uh, I'm, I'm wangling it in here but you, you you're the covert monkey um <laughs> uh, you know t- t- tell us about that because um obviously lots of people are familiar with today's platforms but you know how how has that journey been for for you especially online um about 10 15 years ago a good friend of mine and, and business partner uh, mali he called me he says john um, there's, a, there's a there's a new website uh, it's just taken off in america i think we should do it now mali's always been an online entrepreneur um, and but there was no social networking at that point. And I says, "What is this? What is this thing you're talking about, Marley?" And he says, "It's Facebook. It's absolutely going to explode." And you know, I kind of chuckled to myself. I says, "Yeah, whatever. That's never going to happen." He says, "No, no, John. Listen, people love talking. It, people create forums. There's chat rooms. You ask questions." And I thought, you know what, Marley, you're onto something here. So we created uh, CloseProtectionWorld.com. Um, it was an online forum. And uh, yeah, it, it really it really took off, um, uh, you know, really took off really quickly. Um, and we were working uh, at the same time, you know, the boys at BBA, you know, Sean and John, they created the BBA forum, working the doors. You know, my handle on there was COVID Monkey, just, you know, as a heart back to my, my, my time in, in the military police. And uh, yeah, it just went from one thing to the next. Um, and then eventually I says, you know what, you know what, let's let's start to bring this to life. Let's start to do online, let's do conferences. So we hired out the Union Jack Club. You know, this was like maybe 10 years ago. We create, uh, we, we started doing these conferences. And I says, you know what, let's get some exhibitors. Let's get some stands. And it was all about networking. You know, it was all about bringing people together and and back then you know you had this um the, the, the internet was a different place you had this romantic view of people sharing code with each other people sharing ideas it was a very positive environment in in the forums generally mm. um and yeah so i thought let's bring this positivity of helping each other let's bring it let's bring it to life and let's put people face to face you know and it was fantastic and you've probably been there yourself you know 
um, there's a username, and and actually on, I'm, I'm kind of I'm 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 kind of reminiscing here. Our first events had people's username underneath the uh-huh. name, and it, you had that eureka moment. It says, "Oh, you're Covet Monkey. Oh yeah, you're Nomad. Oh, you're Mali." And then people would just laugh, you know, like, "Oh my God, we we've but we've been chatting for for months and months, and there they are, and out, and out." Face to face, you know, um, in a in a real world environment. So, yeah, that's where we came from. Um, uh, a humble be- beginnings. Unfortunately, now, um, you know, a lot of forums uh, they, they, they struggle because the first thing people do when they wake up is they go on Facebook. So, you know, we we've we've pulled ah, yeah. across onto Facebook. Uh, Close protection world is now on Facebook, but we still have the forum and it's still there. Probably needs a little bit of a tidy and a little bit of dust off, but it, it, it's still there. And 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 so that's actually a testament to how you have balanced your professional persona and the need to network because you know your you I hope you don't mind me saying you 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 don't like to put all of yourself out there, do you? No, um, and here I challenge anyone to find any pictures of me, you know, um, online. I just something that I've been, I've, 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 I've kind of I've restricted, and this is the first time. And like I said, thanks for going easy on me, Phil. And you, you are consummate professional in what you do. Um, you know, we had a chat. You know, you warmed me up before we started recording, and I thank you for that. Yeah, it's just something I've, I've, I've never really, you know, I've never broken cover, you know, to to, to use a, an ops term at the moment maybe one day i might but you know at the moment you know i'm quite happy being on the front line working you know day to day within the post protection sector you know um, yeah and 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 that's probably really reassuring for some people who 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 are thinking oh i cannot uh, start uh, you know generating business online for myself i cannot um, put myself out there in any form mm-hmm. but they could be the counterpart to co- covert monkey you know <laughs> um, yeah, over over monkey yeah over monkey there you go um and and you, you know what an interesting parallel for the world of cyber they still use their handles mm-hmm. and they talk about each other even in person with their handles that's funny it's brilliant i love it yeah uh, so um yeah rather interestingly it started referring to me with my uh company name and I was like, oh, so that's so that's my handle. Okay, right. Um, you know, I should have picked something like Covert Monkey. Um, so, 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 so we're helping people uh, and our and our, and our readership and listenership. We're helping them to network more effectively whilst they are operators. Now, a short reflection. Of course, people will remember we have twice had on Mr. Craig McKim, the business development and networking guru over in the states, and 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 that's great and. You know, Craig distills a lot of literature out there, a lot of uh, videos and 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 methodologies for this. But I'm really interested in this particular angle because you you are a great professional operator, although yeah, you 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 put yourself out there in other ways. So 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 I think this this sits nicely in that canon of work. And if anyone you know listens to the Craig McKim interviews alongside this, I think. That will be um, nicely top and tailed. So there's the element of networking in person and, you know, adding adding value. There's the element of, uh, you know, advertising yourself online and, and, and networking. But I'd be interested in sort of hearing where you think this might go next, especially if, and this is, I suppose, a more futurology type question, if the world gets a bit hotter in some 
respects, not not temperature wise. How 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 are we going to continue this? Because we're going to have to we're going to have to network and put ourselves out there, and then thirdly, be very very selective. Um, how 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 are we going to foster that selectiveness in a in a in a more um, interesting world? Okay, I, the, the the close protection uh, industry is very much on uh, reputation and recommendations. The, the the network that that goes for be it London, UK wide, Europe, or even globally, um, you know, um, and this is where and that network is generally built up um, by knowing people from a previous career. You know, for example, within within my within my uh, within my uh, security company, and um, the staff that we have know people um, throughout the world in many embassies, and that's because at one point they worked with each other in the military. Fast forward ten years, these these individuals are now at the our head of security sector, head of EP departments, embassy security managers. So you have this. You have this network, like like uh, Google Maps, pop, 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 pop. All these, all these dots appear, all these pins appear throughout the globe, um, and they are people that you used to work with at some point. So you reach out to them, and you ask, look, you are, you know, you're the security manager of Kinshasa. You know, you've been there. Can you recommend a security provider? Yeah, sure. Hey, John, look, we use this company. The FC deal cleared. We use them. I know the company, so it's it, it's very uh, it's very risky as a business to to use companies that are not have not been vetted mm. and, and 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 are not recommended. Now this is where the cream really does rise to the crop there uh, to the top. You know, um, is glow if if any security companies have been authorized or have been used previously, then you reach out to your network and you ask, look. Does anyone um, have any recommendations for secure ground transportation in New Zealand or in Hong Kong, for example? This is where the experience really comes forward because you have someone there you've used before, and you, and obviously as a, as a business, you know you obviously have to do you do your due diligence, you create contracts, you get you get uh, insurance checked, and you check their their SOPs to make sure that they are professional. So. Yeah, uh, globally, um, for sure, that's that's uh, that's how it should work, is using your existing network, which comes from your previous career, be it in the police or be it in the military, you know. Which, which then which then brings another question to mind, not not exactly networking, so I might be going a bit off topic, but do, do you think we're going to be doing a lot more uh, vetting, um, especially of, you know, third parties and so on? And, 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 and what does that look like? Is that, is that sort of... Um, uh, we had Alan Sakella, who's um, billed as the human lie detector. We had him on. Um, he he spent a long time with uh, lie detectors and 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 such a such a skill set. But you know, do you, do you think we're gonna? Well, on the one hand, do for more formal vetting, um, finding out about you know potential weaknesses, potential X Y Z, um, and and then we're gonna have to do it more on the hoof uh, when we're vetting companies, aren't we? Yeah. Um. This is this is a difference between um, uh, a company that, that has no infrastructure, has no governance, um, has has is is dare I say it, a one man band. Uh, I, you have security companies throughout the world who are um, who are one deep, um, and they 
they don't have governance, they don't have infrastructure, they don't have um, ISO qualifications, you know, um, there is nothing there. It is a one-man band. Then you have the opposite end of the spectrum. You have really swept up professional companies that have um, already vetted their suppliers within within the regions. You know, that's the way it should be. Um, that is, the, the, there is no other way to do it. You know, um, risk consultancy companies, for example, in the US, they subcontract to companies in, in Europe, they subcontract to companies in London. If that company is professional, then they will not create a vendor. You know, we're, term, we're, we're using the term vendor. There is a vendor relationship there. And I know that my, my, my security company, we get vetted every year. Mm. Company comes over and they check everything. You know, that's the way it should be. Uh, and so that's that's B2B, that's business to business. You know, the, your vendor has to be vetted. You know, you need to look at their insurance you know, their SOPs, you know, their cars, uh, everything has to be vetted. And, and that and that is done by, but certainly by, uh, by professional companies. Now, when it comes to uh, using individuals, then again, you know, security companies, they need to have, uh, we're all familiar with BS7858. It's a minimum standard required to, to vet a personnel before they go on the ground. Listen, that takes time, you know, and a lot of the times CP tasks come in at very short notice. But it, this is where, you know, and I'm all for, <laughs> I'm smiling here, I'm all for SI, I'm all for governance, you know, because it does, it does uh, separate the professional companies with the one-man bands, dare I say it, you know. And and and, and on that note, actually, um, I have invited the SIA uh, to come and speak to the conference, actually, and they're going to speak. I'm trying to do a dedicated workshop for company directors and shareholders to meet each other and to speak direct with the SIA in an attempt to uh, to do exactly what you're, you're talking about, is increasing the quality of the, the the companies that uh, you know that, that that operate, especially in the UK, very important. Well, that that sounds like a productive session because I I know um, it, it hasn't always been productive in other contexts um, that I've I've seen. Uh, so 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 that so that sounds very productive. Um, I think people will agree because I always get fan mail every time I talk about regulation. Um, <laughs> Like two topics, right? Two topics. One is robotics. If I suggest that a bodyguard might have a robotic buddy uh, to watch the doors, and I get loads of fan mail. Um, and then the other one is regulation. Um, hot, uh, hot topics. Uh, although to the outside world, the regulation topic might not sound as exciting as robots. Phelan, <laughs> um, I'm with you with the regulation thing because companies that are professional, they have governance and they have they have uh, internal uh, procedures should not be worried about governance the people that are worried about governance is the people that do not have any internal infrastructure so believe me uh, I, I don't know if i get any fan mail from this but you know um i, I would like uh, i would like professional companies to be um to be uh, to be regulated uh, because they have nothing to hide so yeah i'm with you on regulation phil absolutely and and i'll throw a bone to uh, the other side of the camp um I, of course, acknowledge that there's barriers of entry when you're starting a business. And so we have to take that into consideration. It doesn't seem fair that you have to get a license to paint walls in America. <laughs> you know, there, there are there are limits, right? There are limits. So 
um just uh, just just balancing that so so that so that brings us on to the the, the question of where where can they network and um I, I i'm very much looking forward to cp world would, would you be able to tell us a little bit about when it's gonna take place what they should expect and 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 how to get involved yeah for sure and um, i'd like to say firstly you know that uh you are you know you are the uh conference network expert you know and you, you you do this for a living i've been to many of your conferences they are they are fantastic and i do i do highly recommend people go to them um the what the one that we do um it's coming up in november it's the remembrance weekend it's a uh, saturday the 12th of november usual place it's in the victory services club uh, it's doors open at 10 um and we're we're all the way through till till 10 p.m um yeah it's a great event yeah, lots happening, lots of networking, um, and you know, I, I could I could ream off this, this this stuff. We have we have companies from all over the world attending. We have, uh, which is very humbling. Um, we have uh, probably the top six eight CP companies in London. The, the company owners who I know personally will be attending you know, to show support for the event, you know, to support me and 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 the team at these events. So, you know, we, we have we have a lot of buyers there, you know, and, and it's free. It's too oh, sorry, it's free if you're serving MOD or blue light services. Wonderful. Yeah. And 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 of course I'll be there with my uh, circuit hat on. And uh, I, I really enjoyed it last time. Um, I, th- I thought it was it was it was it was great and I, yeah. I really enjoyed seeing everyone there. So I am looking forward to seeing yeah. all of you there too um as as well as of course you uh in particular john um <laughs> so 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 what's next for you are you are you um continuing to be an operator and network and uh mobilize people um yeah i mean you know my, my um I, I wear various hats that you've alluded to close protection world is a real passion of mine i really enjoy it you know i'm i'm also a director shareholder of excellencia global um, and you know that the managing director who's running the company at the moment does a fantastic job. Absolutely, you know, uh, absolutely amazing. What he does, a lot of time to focus on other things. Um, one of them, obviously, being close protection world, and the other one is um, the other one is to uh, is to be on the circuit. You know, I'm still on the circuit. I am now. I think I'm on day twenty one of a forty day job. So yeah, I I I I love being on the circuit, and I, and I also love you know training and, and and passing on all the all the knowledge that I have to people. You know, um, so for me, um, yeah, I'm looking forward. Actually, off to, off to Qatar. Um, mm. Very uh, very lucky. Um, it's one of the areas I've sort of moved into recently is major major sporting events. So of course, yeah, um, I've done the last couple of World Cups, Champions League final, um, all through good friend of mine uh leo muller down at arslan security you know um he uh he, he's he sends me out to these events so yeah i've got qatar coming up in fact funny enough i'm flying out to qatar on the third on the next day after the conference mm-hmm. and uh when uh when leo asked me i says I, ca- I can't go on the 12th i can only fly on the 13th so literally i'll be packing up um you know uh, unwinding at the end of the event of course and then the next afternoon flying out guitar for a month so yeah busy busy for me um for the next uh for the next six months at least 
Fantastic, and and you're going to soak up that uh, that well for us winter sun, I suppose. So that's uh, that's going to be that's going to be quite a boost. <laughs> well, the the, the uh, yeah, it does look very glamorous. Unfortunately, the price of things over there have uh, been uh, uh, it's been alluded to that we're probably going to be staying in a barracks style uh, bunk bed environment. Which uh, yeah, hey, listen, I've I've woken up in worse places, that's for sure. Fantastic, and uh, I, I'm 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 loath to do the Jeremy Clarkson on that bombshell, uh, but on that bombshell, <laughs> I I think this has been a fantastic look at uh, the world of networking uh, effectively as an operator. So yeah. a very a very important uh, facet that will excite all of our listeners who are mostly all operators, um, with 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 some of course consultants and corporate security leaders you know involved, um. But, uh, John, it's been fantastic to have you on. Uh, thank you very much. And this has been another fantastic edition of the Circuit Magazine podcast. Well, thank you very much, uh, John. I am very much looking forward to seeing you at uh, your event, at the CPU World event. And we have a stand there. We're looking forward to seeing everyone there as well. And, uh, you know, what a good topic because, you know, it's all well and good to pick up, let's say, um, a, a book or perhaps a YouTube video that talks about networking in a generic fashion. But, but I don't think it's addressed enough. What if the way in which we network has to change slightly because of our industry. Now, of course, there are different uh, subsectors of our industry who can network in different ways. I'm perfectly happy with that. Um, but I think, nevertheless, it's a, it's a very, very important topic because that's how a lot of people, if not all uh, of our colleagues, find uh, employment and find success. Well, talking about success, uh, I'm back with Elijah Shaw, the uh, one and only again, of course. And, you know, you've had uh, some exciting events, talk about events and uh, and uh, training going on recently. I saw so many great reports over social media, lovely pictures. How has the Icon Celebrity Protection course been? Well, I just wrapped up day 10 of the course and it was you know, 10 days of class time. However, it's months and months of prep time. So I, I can officially say I am exhausted. With that said, it was an amazing course. We had a great turnout, but, but you know, more importantly, the students were very engaged, very interactive, asked a lot of questions. And I think they felt that uh, they left the class with, with, with way more knowledge and understanding of the industry uh, than they came in with. And, you know, and we were blessed in the fact that we had a very diverse group. I mean, we had uh, business owners, newcomers in the industry. Yeah, we even had a um, a few former uh, federal agents that that were taking the class. So, so being able to to share something with those and learn something at the same time, because I learned something as well, uh, is is a real benefit. And uh, the class went extremely well. Uh, in fact, uh, as soon as I wrapped the class, I had to jump on a plane, and I'm heading overseas, mm, wow. uh, and I'm looking forward to that long. Uh, flight because I am going to be knocked out the entire trip. Absolutely, and and you deserve a bit of a rest. I know you're probably working, uh, but uh, what what else have you got coming up? So what's next up for me is in December. I'm going to be heading down to Vegas once again for the International Protective Security Board (ISPB). They have their conference, so looking forward to 
making it to the Close Protection Conference. It, it was a great time I attended last year. Uh, had a chance to speak on a panel and also catch up with some individuals I hadn't seen in a very long time. So it, it was great to be around community. Um, and then also during that same period, there's the uh, EP Forum, the Executive Protection Forum that gets put on by Byron Rogers and Christian West and a host of others. I had the opportunity to speak last year, gonna join them again for that. So, so December will be kind of action packed, but it'll all be geographically located in the same place, which is in Vegas. I don't gamble, so I'll leave there with all of my money intact, mm -hmm. but 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 also having the opportunity to catch up with uh, with some great friends. So uh, I do invite everybody down if they want to come down and I invite you down as well. So maybe we can get you down yeah. here this year. I mean, I actually plan on attending. I was there 2016, 17, 19, and, and it'll be a, a great pleasure to come back. I, I saw the EP League event uh, that you're also participating in. I saw that on uh, Instagram Live last time, which was amazing. Yeah, especially a lot of people, you know, will want to be there in person this year. So if you are going, you know, do do let us know. Um, but uh, but yes, that brings us back to the topic of today: networking as an operator, and you know, to many extent, uh, a great professional. Uh, so it's going to be absolutely vital that we brush up on these skills. And I'm very much looking forward to putting them into action at the EP World Forum uh, uh, on uh, Saturday, the uh, the 11th, uh, in, uh, in, in London with John Morrison. So, John, thank you for coming on to today's session. It was great to have you on, great to collaborate. And, uh, yeah, from Elijah and myself, this has been another fantastic edition of the Circuit Magazine podcast. You have been listening to the Circuit Magazine podcast. Be sure to subscribe and be sure to not miss an episode.